the goal for every human being must be to master the senses. Mastery of the senses is your, must be your preoccupation. When you master your senses, perfecting your vision, finding the extension to your vision, finding the extension to your hearing, finding the extension and perfecting your pranam, your breath, and the utterances that you make, finding out what vibrations you set in motion and what values there are. The work you do, the heart, Everybody talks of the heart chakra. What that heart chakra is doing? Is it governing your life with a load of emotion? Or the head is governing a heart? It is very important that you must blend the two together. I am not going to tell you that you must not have the heart chakra function well for you. But if it runs wild, it, if it is not controlled, brought under control by the mind, then you have a problem. Because the emotions will stir you up so much that you are uh, going astray everywhere. The same with all the energies in your body. It is sexual energy, what sort of lifestyle you are going to live, what food you are going to put in it. Everything has a part to play in spirituality. Divine friends, Spirituality is not a difficult thing as long as you work it alongside your life. Don't make it a sickness. A lot of people, as soon as you say spirituality, they say, Oh my goodness, it's so many don'ts and do's. I find it difficult to cope with this. We are not going to tell you what you should do and what you should not. My job is to enhance your consciousness of the causes and effects you set in motion for your life. You must yourself decide and say to yourself, this lifestyle is not acceptable for my spirituality. This food stirs me up. <coughs> now, intelligently I want you to approach life, not unintelligently. I don't want you to say, oh Guruji said this, so I must apply. No, no. I want you to develop your mindfulness, your heightened awareness and consciousness. It is so important you do that because then you are the master of your ship, not me. I am able to tell you some things that will bring forward your consciousness about things that you glossed over, you pushed away easily. and sort of appeased your conscience and say, I'm not going to look at this very much more than is necessary because it gives me a, a sense of feeling of guilt. Guilt is not what we are promoting for anybody. We are not interested in guilt. I'm interested you about your power and your power of discrimination. Your ability to say to yourself, this is not for me. This food is not for me. I don't need it. I don't require it. It forms a lot of confusion in my mind. It stirs my adrenaline. This is the problem for most people. Adrenaline.
adrenaline rises and there are many foodstuffs that stimulate that adrenaline. So if you find some foodstuff that causes the, your adrenaline to rise very quickly, then you must be the person who says, no, I won't have that if, if you don't mind. Because it does upset me. I don't want it. I can't concentrate well when I have that particular type of food. I have a lot of fun with people. I know some people can't drink. I know some people can't eat meat, fish, eggs, whatever. And then I watch them eating it and drinking it. And um, I have a sister in the community who can't take even that much of wine. <laughs> and if she, uh, um, if she does have a little bit of wine, she's quite high. And so I deliberately say to her, why don't you have some wine? It does you a world of good. It's grape juice, sunshine and everything. And then she says, Guruji, you are really so naughty because you stir me up by this. I said, yes, you're the best person to say no. I will tempt you. That's my job. To make sure you have the power inside you to say no. It's very important. If I don't do that, somebody else is going to do it for you. So I will make it my business from time to time. Uh, give you a little bit of a shock. And trying you out to see whether you have got your act together. To see whether you are able to cope with your senses and how you're going to work with them. Mastery over your senses is what this whole thing is about. Why it is so, I'll tell you. Techniques won't bring the divine to you. No way. I'll tell you what will bring the divine to you. When all your chakras from head to toe and above are cleared of all the aberrations and the vibrations that are alien to you, that obstruct your spiritual progress. Do you understand what I'm saying or not? Because I've got a very good translator here. I don't understand the word aberration. If you stop me, if you don't understand something, then she will translate. Okay? And the whole purpose is, from morning till evening, you are adding to the aura. Every day, night and day, you're adding to this aura. And the aura is your personality. And when you sit there, I look at you, each and every one of you, and then understand how and what sort of life and what are the vibrations you set in motion. In other words, they are your credentials. Your credentials mean that your visiting card to me and said, I am here, uh, this is my visiting card to you Guruji, um, and now I have come to call on you. Then I understand you. Not critically. I have no <coughs> right to criticize a single human being at any time. I have that ability because I look at it, look at the vibrations that make up the aura and say to myself, what can I do to help you? How can I change this aura? How can I develop the nature of divinity within you, which is your inheritance at birth, to make sure that your whole being 
is open to divine consciousness. For the divine to come to reside in you, you must clear all the obstructions that lay in your path. You can say you're going to meditate. You can say you're going to contemplate. But ultimately, what I want for you and what most people want through the meditation is to link up with the divine. To ask the divine to come to you. To have a form of partnership developed between yourself and God. That is what Shakti is about. That is what the Divine Mother gives us to give you Shakti so that any obstruction, any problems that lay in your path will be removed and you will be able to integrate with God. You literally, once you harmonize within yourself and all the chakras are working well and the vibrations that you set in motion, you immediately make it possible for the divine to manifest right now what stops a person from having the divine come to that individual anger hatred viciousness meanness ruthlessness and a sense of greed and self the self always saying to himself I and mine they these are the obstructions for the human being literally to relate to God God is love love is God if you have love you can make a mistake and the divine will understand you but you must have that love inside you love for all the people whom you encounter in your life, starting from your family and all the others. That enables you to have a vibration of harmony around you. Now, love can become a problem for an individual because most people in the Western world are inhibited in love. Inhibited because they can't express their love. They're constantly troubled by the traditions and customs and mannerisms that people are taught. From early stages, they are walking in a straitjacket, as it were, frightened to say, hello, how wonderful, I love you. That is why Rajneesh knew this, and he started the love therapies that were he became a madness because unsupervised it became a very bad thing that uh, he developed but when he first started it was important for the western people when i was watching what he did but then it got out of control because it it left his control and went to other people who ran those organizations and they were wrong. The expression of love, the freedom of love, the manner in which you convey that love, the vibration of feeling selfless love to serve God in humanity is a part of the nature of the human being. You are all graduating as human beings from the lower level of love 
through expression physically to transcend that love to become selfless love. Now, if I have anybody apply to me to become a monk, you ask my monks and nuns. The first qualification I ask myself when I look at them and say, what do you know about love? Or what relationships have you had? Do you know how you can express this love? Because if you don't know this love, how can you know divine love? And this is why when you go on your journey in life, you may think, my goodness, this first approach to love. But when you have that experience of love, you learn to give of yourself selflessly. You understand the mistakes of those whom you love. You are willing to be compassionate and forgiving through that love. Because that love is a powerful instrument as Christ showed you. It's a, a powerful instrument that enables you to relate to God in humanity. There within yourself is the embodiment of God in every life force that exists. You begin to interact with God the moment you interact with each other in the normal base love that you say, I love and I want to express my love. But you have within yourself that deeper consciousness of love that is inherent in you from the moment of birth till this moment, which says to you, there is something greater in this love. It is like two people coming together first of all, when they are young. They are all wrapped up in their emotional love. This love of drama, the love of fantasy, the love of the physical and all the young couple will do for the first part of their living is the drama of love. <laughs> you see, this drama of love enables you also to give that love to that inner <coughs> being inside you. And slowly that inner being rises up and says, there is something more than this physical love that the two of us are involved in. I want something more that makes me feel good inside me and this is what challenges the person. Sometimes they deviate and go in another direction to find another partner or partners one after the other. But really what the person is looking for, a deeper love, a deeper love, selfless love. And this is what the person is urged into by his divinity. His divinity is saying, okay, you have expressed your love. You are able to show that love, but there is something more within you. And you have to find that love. Sometimes it is exceedingly painful. Painful and traumatic for two people or three people or whoever they encounter. Because the one partner may want a physical love. The other partner says, I understand what your problem is, but I don't want to be involved in this physical love. I only want a good, warm relationship in time that will develop. Time is a great factor for the human being. 
time will make you realize that there is a quality in the human being that you first started your journey on a physical <laughs> relationship has a greater depth to that love than what you saw originally. That is what happens in husband and wife. They, slowly they develop this feeling of this immense trust and wonderment in the human being and saying, gosh, I can rely on each other. We can rely on each other. We can interact with each other. We have a telepathy that we can uh, talk a language, a special language. Um, and this, just the look of a, the husband and wife and they exchange glances and it says an awful lot. The same with people. Sometimes you meet somebody um, whom you have met for the first time and you say, gosh, I've known this person for such a long time. I have an amazing interaction with this person because this person speaks a special language with me. What is this language? This language of the highest endowment, embodiment of love. Highest embodiment. And so you have a great rapport, a sympathy, sympathetic approach to each other. More than the physical love, the feeling that you want to give of yourself to human beings. That person, you develop that love that you have through your experience on a physical plane of love. But I promise you, you will be so dissatisfied because you will transcend that physical love to the highest embodiment of God's love. That is what Paramatma is about. Paramatma inside you is urging you to identify yourself with the selfless love of God. The selfless love of God is your invitation card to the divine. Once you begin to serve, I promise you, as soon as I have done round-the-clock work and um, help people, given shakti to people, answer telephone calls, and so on. I said, you haven't even sat for a moment. Why don't you sit down and have a cup of coffee and I'll bring it to you, you just relax. I said, no, no, I have plenty of power in me um, body. I'm here to do some work. And that night, the Divine Mother will visit me. She will give me such a shakti. She will disintegrate my body hold me in the palm of her hand and as if to reassemble all the components of my being and hold it together and they say, okay, here's another round for you. Why only me? Why not you? Because you have to really work with that love to serve God, serving humanity. You use all your energies to serve humanity, all of life. Not just humanity, love. Life, it's so beautiful. Now a new uh, 